0: Welcome to Getting Healthcare Right, a bi-monthly podcast about the business of healthcare, brought to you by TriHealth and hosted by Jamie Smith, president and publisher of the Cincinnati Business Courier. In this podcast series, we explore changes being made by some healthcare systems to provide care differently and in a way that benefits patients, employers, and entire communities, all while costing less than traditional healthcare delivery. It's about getting healthcare right.
1: Welcome to today's episode of Getting Healthcare Right, brought to you by the Cincinnati Business Courier and presented by TriHealth. Today, we have Dr. Kathleen Rocky, a surgical oncologist at TriHealth, and Jenny Dermody, a TriHealth patient and more importantly, a cancer survivor, to talk about early detection of breast cancer. Dr. Rocky and Jenny, I would like to thank you both for taking time and joining us today on Getting Healthcare Right.
2: Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us be here.
1: Excellent. In just a few minutes, we're gonna talk to Jenny about her health journey. But first, Dr. Rocky, can you talk a little bit about the new rules that went into effect regarding testing for patients with dense breast tissue?
2: Yeah. So all the way back in 2015, actually, it was required that we were uh, notifying women about their density on their mammograms. If most women will look at their mammogram report, there is a part that reports that out to them. However, in September of 2022, House Bill 371 was passed. And what that is doing is now requiring providers to notify women uh, who were found to have dense breast tissue on their mammogram to not only inform them that they may be at a higher risk, but also they are candidates for supplemental screening.
1: How is that patient's tissue density determined?
2: So the tissue density is determined by our radiologist. So when women get their mammograms, the radiologist is looking at the breast and what they are assessing is the amount of fatty tissue that's in the breast, versus the glandular tissue, which is comprised of the parts that make the milk and then um, bring the milk to the nipple. And the more of that glandular tissue you have, the more dense your breast is considered.
1: So why is uh, additional imaging necessary when this is in patients?
2: Well, we know that not only does dense breast tissue increase the risk of cancer, but also even with 3D mammography, that sensitivity can be decreased some in women with denser breast tissue. And so, you know, some things may be missed on mammogram hiding within that denser tissue. So something like MRI or whole breast ultrasound, um, as an adjunct, not in place of, can help find things that, you know, may not have been picked up on the mammogram.
1: So tell me, uh, what does this access have? What does it mean for patients in their care?
2: Well, I think it's important. I think that, you know, most of our women are very proactive. You know, they're coming and getting their screening mammograms. I think that it is an asset for us here at TriHealth to be able to provide women with additional screening. And I think also that, you know, patients have appreciated having that conversation with us about, you know, what it means and helping them make the right decision for themselves.
1: All right, Jenny, let's get to you. Let's talk about your story. When were you diagnosed with breast cancer?
3: I went to my yearly mammogram on October 29th, which was a Saturday. So I got the call on Monday morning, Halloween, saying that I needed to come in for additional imaging. Didn't think a whole lot about it. I've never been called back, was never, didn't know if I even had dense tissue, but everybody I know has been called back for something. So I didn't think too much of it. I went in, they did additional mammograms and then ultrasounds that day. And then the radiologist said, yes, we did confirm that there is something there and we'll need to do a biopsy. So that happened on November 15th. And I found out the next day that it was cancerous. So I had surgery in January, early January, and it was removed fortunately before it had hit the lymph nodes, So I was very fortunate it was found at a stage one.
1: You know, so you uh, had your original test in October, you had surgery by January. So mm-hmm. again, this testing enabled you to get there quick. Is that correct, Dr. Rocky?
2: Yes. And, you know, kind of to Jenny's point, I think the other thing, you know, when you're asking, what does this do for our patients? We know that early detection saves lives, allows patients options to more treatments. And so, you know, if we are not only, you know, doing mammograms, but adding in some of this adjunct screening, we're going to pick things up earlier. So patients like Jenny are going to do great.
3: The best part of my story, I think, was that the week that I happened to schedule my mammogram was the week that this new law went into effect in September. And so when I scheduled, there was a banner that came up on the TriHealth site that said there's this new law and that all women were entitled to have a 3D mammogram paid for by their insurance. Do you want it? We recommend it. And I said, yes. I had never had a 3D mammogram. Mine was always the regular. And in the process, when I had the biopsy done, immediately following the biopsy, there's another mammogram done right after to make sure that they placed the clip in the correct place. And the radiologist who had just done that biopsy said, I can't see the mass at all on this regular mammogram. We're going to have to follow up with a 3D to make sure it's in the right place. So that was a real blessing for me because had I just had the regular mammogram like I had had in the past, I don't think it would have been found. Mine is called lobular carcinoma, which my understanding is that the- that's a trickier one to find and doesn't always show up on the scans. So I feel incredibly blessed that mine. I was able to get this 3D mammogram. It happened to be, be the week that I scheduled and everything has fallen into place. So I just have this extreme new passion to spread the word to other women. Go get those mammograms because they will do save lives. I was going to say,
1: what did this early detection really mean for you? And how did that affect the treatment that you went through afterwards?
3: So I am, because it was found at a stage one and it was a grade one, which meant that most of my breast tissue was still healthy tissue. So I had the surgery. Mine was a partial mastectomy and I had that part of the breast removed and uh, I did not need to do chemotherapy. And I did 15 treatments of radiation treatment. My tumor was 95% fueled by estrogen. So I will be, I just started last week on, estrogen blockers that i will be on i believe for the next seven to ten years so that cuts my risk of recurrence by about 50 percent, is what i'm told so i am going to do everything i there it can come with some nasty side effects for some people but some people do absolutely fine with it so so far i'm about a week in and i haven't had any side effects so i'm hoping uh that i can continue with this and that this is the end of my cancer journey you know so i just my job now is to spread the word
1: Did you have any family history of breast cancer or cancer?
3: None. So I had no risk factors for breast cancer at all, other than being female. I had also, my mom passed away from pancreatic cancer 25 years ago. So because of that, back in 2019, I went ahead and did genetic testing to see if I carry the gene for pancreatic cancer. And in the process of that, I was able to find out about 81 other cancers and I tested negative for all 81 genes. So I tested negative for all the genes. I had no risk factors. I had no history. I really don't have dense breast tissue except for a couple of spots. So I wasn't even high risk in that area. So mine was just, I just got it, you know, it just happened. And so I think, again, that was another wake up call to a lot of my friends and family that, oh, so even if there is no risk factors and no history, you can still get breast cancer. But if it's caught early, I'm really lucky that there was a lot that could be done and there was a plan. And so, yeah, so I already had all that information as well about the genetic testing. So that helped to also help with my treatment plan. That's
1: great. You know, this podcast focuses on TriHealth's population health model of medicine, which strives to keep people healthy and living better lives. Dr. Rocky, how important is it for patients to keep up with annual mammograms, and when necessary, advanced screening like this in order to keep them healthy.
2: Well, I mean, I think I might be a bit biased based on what I do, but I think it's very important. Like I said, we know that early detection saves lives, gets patients diagnosed at an earlier stage. They have a lot of treatment options. And one of the conversations I've had in the past has been, you know, well, when arguing that maybe women can go every other year, We don't know what kind of cancer you have based on the imaging alone. And while the vast majority of cancers we are diagnosing are early stage, you know, kind of better actors, when you look at their biology, there are going to be about 15 to 20% that are more aggressive. And so, you know, if you're getting your annual mammograms and you're diagnosing that early, those patients are going to do better than if they only come once every two or three years when it might be at a more advanced stage. So I advocate mammogram yearly.
1: You know, Jenny and Dr. Rocky as well, the last three years have obviously has put some fear in people. Some people have put off, you know, routine medical procedures, obviously testing. What would you say to those patients who skipped their mammograms because of COVID?
3: I've already told people, I've already told my friends, I'm like, I'm going to be that annoying friend who is going to hound you until you go get this. And so far, 19 of uh, friends or people that I know have told me because I heard about your diagnosis, I did go back and get mine. And I've heard that from a lot of people that. For one reason or another, whether, you know, just appointments got canceled or, you know, they weren't able to come in and then they just hadn't rescheduled. And then I think the general consensus is then you get a little bit nervous if it's been two or three years since you've gone, because maybe now they're going to find something. But I'm so excited that, like I said, 19 people have told me that they've gone out and done it. And I'm, I've am i arranged for the TriHealth mobile mammography to come to the school where I work. So that's going to be at the end of May. And we've got about another 16 signed up so far. And I'm working on filling the whole day of 28 spots. But I, yeah, I think just I know it's, it's scary, but when you figure it out and you do it early, there are things that can be done. And I just, holding off is not going to make it go away. So I just, it's just so important. And it's, it's not a difficult test. It's might be uncomfortable for a few seconds, but it's far better than going through cancer treatments. I will say that.
1: <laughs> Dr. Aki, I think that's your marketing uh, tool right there. Beside
2: <laughs> <me>. <laughs> I would say, Denny has hit the nail on the head. No, I mean, I think The pandemic changed a lot of things for a lot of people. There was a lot of fear, you know, especially coming to the hospitals. But, you know, that being said, there's no time like the present. It's easy to get right back on track. Come in, get your mammogram. As much as I don't want my patients to potentially need my services, I do know that here at TriHealth, we have all of the resources available to provide the best care for them.
3: Yeah, people have been incredible. And I had gone to TriHealth because that was the most convenient place for me to go for my mammogram. And then I kind of like was in the system once all this started but it's been exactly where I should have been. Like people have just been amazing. I said, the one thing I regret is that I didn't have a notebook to write down the name of every single person (laughs) because every person from the people that checked me in at every appointment to all of the doctors and all of the nurses and all of the, I mean, you're thrown into this world overnight that you know nothing about. And I've worked in healthcare for 20 years and this was something I knew nothing about it's overwhelming and it's scary, and I have met if cancer can be a good thing. I've just met the most wonderful people along this journey, and I'm so grateful but for everybody. It's like they know they know what a difficult time this is, and and it's just it was a real blessing. I just met the it just incredible people along this journey. People just well, and, and it always like one stop shopping, like they do it all in one place, yeah. which is fabulous.
1: Well, we're very happy for you and for the success of your treatment and for finding it early. Dr. Rocky, I want to thank you for what you do in this community, just being active. And, and I think tryout is doing such a great job on their journey of population health, of trying to get people to do that. Just be proactive, right? Don't wait around for something bad to happen. Let's fix it early on. So thank you for that. I want to thank our audience for tuning in today and remind you that if you've missed any of the past episodes of Getting Healthcare Right, please go to cincinnatibusinesscourier.com click on the menu in the top left corner and look under the partner content, you'll see Getting Healthcare Right and you'll be able to view any of our past episodes. Ladies, I want to thank you both for your stories and I thank you for being here today.
3: Thank you. Thanks so much.
0: Thank you for downloading Getting Healthcare Right, presented by the Cincinnati Business Courier and sponsored by TriHealth. To learn more, visit trihealth.com.